the systems that we're inside of condition us. And those systems are made up of other people and their beliefs and what they think is right or wrong. And from their experiences and their traumas, often without them realizing it, based on their personality and the way that their personality's fixation thinks such things should be. Hey friends, welcome back to the Make It Inevitable podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zamora, and today I want to talk about deconditioning ourselves from who we're told we should be. I have talked a bit about systems throughout the show, systems like family systems, the education system, societal systems, religious systems, all kinds of different systems that we face when we come into this life. So we are born as who we're here to be. Our undeniable seed of purpose, which is simply how we're wired to operate in life, who we're wired to become, how we're shaped, how our purpose expresses itself. These things shift as life shapes us based on the times that we live in, but we are who we are when we come into this life. We have a certain personality. We have certain energetic wiring that is unique to us certain skills and talents and a specific set of interests and passion. All of this evolves over time, most certainly, especially as we live life, as we go through different things, as we live and grow and heal and become more and more of ourselves throughout life. What happens though, is we come into this life with a seed of who we are present in our being, undeniably so, and we're immediately born into a set of systems, usually a cultural system and a family system, and sometimes a religious system, which immediately begins to tell us who we need to be to stay safe, to get love and belonging, to have security, and to succeed. And so this starts to develop our winning strategy, our subconscious winning strategy, which we'll link to the episode all about the subconscious winning strategy have not identified yours yet, it will make a lot of this work much easier and much more understandable as we speak to it quite a bit. So we come in to life as this little being. And of course, we're just a blob at first. We're not really, we don't have a lot of personality. We don't really know how our energetics are meant to be used and expressed. We don't know what anything is. So we're not clear on what those interests and skills and talents are. We're born into this family system. And all that is online for us until we're about five to seven is our subconscious mind. So everything that we're told, everything that we're shown, everything that we're disciplined around, we learn what's possible and what's not. We learn who we need to be to stay safe and secure, to get love and belonging, and to succeed within whatever system we're inside of. So the family system that looks like behaving in certain ways so that you don't anger the attachment figures or the guardians or your parents or whoever it might be so that you make sure not to get in trouble, that you're not denied a meal, that they don't withdraw their love or they don't take care of you. And then you're left to fend for yourself. And we know instinctually as humans that we need those adults to survive. So we learn very quickly to behave appropriately. And when we don't, We can be shamed. We can be made wrong. We can be made to feel stupid or unlovable. We can lose love. We can lose that sense of security and belonging. We can be disciplined, which is anywhere from being shamed, made wrong, to abuse, to neglect, to different things. So we're we're taught very quickly within our family system 
whatever that family system is, that might be your blood family. That might be extended family that took you in. That might be foster care. That might be any number of things. Your family system as a child is that system of attachment figures and any other children that might be around. It's who's in charge of you, the, the family that you belong to, the community that you belong to, whose care you're in. And whose care you're in, it's made up of humans, other people who have decided or who were told at some point in their life that there is an appropriate way to be. There is an appropriate way for children to be, adults to be, genders within that to be, age-appropriate behaviors, age-appropriate interests, age-appropriate knowledge. All of these things have been passed on generationally. So you're in this family system that is immediately without even attempting to consider what is the personality of this young blob? <laughs> Who is this little creature meant to become? What are they drawn towards? Oh, it seems like they don't really capture information well when I speak it to them, but when I draw them a picture or I explain in more detail how things work, they really get it because that's not the world that we live in. The world that we live in is very survival-based. It's very controlled and dominated by systemic beliefs about how people should be, women should be, men should be, different genders should be, how children should be, what we should be doing and not be doing by certain ages. So this influences the people in charge of our family system. And they pass that belief system on to us. And we have no ability to accept or reject it. We have no conscious mind until we're five to seven years old. Add to that cultural systems, religious systems. Then we go into some kind of educational system, which especially in the U.S. is designed to churn out young adults who are equipped for the industrial revolution all the same skills, all the same knowledge, ready to go into that old workforce. So we learn very quickly that there is a right and a wrong way to be. That to succeed, to have love, safety, security, success, belonging, you need to be a certain way. We're conditioned over time to be a certain way. And being conditioned from the moment that we're born without any consideration for who we are at our core, how we function best, our personality, our purpose, our passions, our interests, the way that we see and define ourselves, we lose ourselves because we get so focused on staying safe, on continuing to use our winning strategy to achieve the same level of safety, security, success that we have gotten so far. We want to make people proud. We want to not be the bad one. We want to be the good one. We want to get the gold star. We want to be safe. We want to be whatever it is that motivates us, which is different for each of us because we're all different personalities. We all have different traumas. Add to that the traumas that we go through. So life conditions us. Specifically, the systems that we're inside of condition us. And those systems are made up of other people and their beliefs and what they think is right or wrong. And from their experiences and their traumas, often without them realizing it, based on their personality and the way that their personality's fixation thinks such things should be. And so the education system is a great example because for most children, for most people, the education system 
shames us. It makes us feel wrong and bad and broken. It is designed for specific learning styles, for specific skill sets, for specific personalities by those same types of people. So anyone who does not fit within that, who is not the same personality with the same energetics, who does not have the same learning style, who might be neurodivergent versus neurotypical, like all of these different factors, if you're inside that system that was not built for you, you start to internalize something is wrong and broken in you. Something is bad about you. You're not good enough. You're unlovable. You're not smart enough. You're never going to amount to anything. You're never going to be a success. You're unworthy of love or whatever it might be that you're seeking. When none of that's true, you're simply inside a system that was not designed for you, that does not consider you. And I feel very strongly the more that I learn, the more that I've gone through life, the more that I've worked with other people, that childhood is a trauma for most all children, even if you have the most wonderful, loving, attentive parents, secure attachment, all of the wonderful things that any of us wish that we could have had. And it's different for all of us, right? Some of us wish that we had more creativity or we had more freedom or we had more attention and affection or conversation, whatever it might be. Imagine you had all the things that you think you needed. Childhood is still a trauma because most parents do not understand their own personality and energetics, let alone their child's. They don't understand the system effect that has taken place on them that they are perpetuating in their child. The best education systems in the world can be incredibly traumatic and limiting and debilitating and damaging to the most brilliant humans because they're not designed for each of us, for our unique way of learning and moving and being, our personality, for our learning style, for our energetic wiring based on our traumas, our attachment styles, all these different pieces that make us who we are. So we're conditioned. And then we find ourselves somewhere down the line, not really knowing ourselves or what we want, not knowing how to live our fullest expression, only knowing that we're not, especially when we've done everything right by the book. And that was, that was my story. So in high school was sophomore year of high school, I learned that graphic design was a thing. I learned that it was something I could do. I figured out that I could graduate early. I got my butt in gear and I decided, you know what, even though I had not been invested in life or school at all, <laughs> all right, I'll give it a try. I'll give life a try. I'll go to college. I'll get my degree. I'll get a good job, buy a house, buy a car, have the partner. I'll check it all off. I'll try this. What society and my least one parent told me life was supposed to look like, the way that I was conditioned to understand what success was, what achievement was, what goals I should have. And I went out and I did all of that. And I did it far quicker than most people. I had all of those things. I had the degree. I had the great job. I had the house. I had the car. I had the partner by 21. And I realized very quickly, this is not for me. This is not the life that I want. This is not who I'm here to be. And we can know that and not know, well, what would I do differently? And that can be the most frustrating and confusing part, especially when you've checked all the boxes you were told you should check. So many people go through this at different stages in life. We're conditioned. We buy into the system because we don't know any different. 
And especially when we're small, we have to stay safe. We have to stay secure. And then we're taught to go after success and success looks a certain way. So this is a moment that a lot of people hit at some point in their journey. Some of us, it's younger. Some of us, it's older. Either way, we come to this crossroads where we realize that we've been living life and being a certain person that's not who we are. We've been living in our winning strategy. Again, please watch the episode on identifying your subconscious winning strategy. It will wreck your world in the best way possible because it will give you true freedom and leverage to be who you are here to be and to live the life that you are here to live, to do the work that you are here to do. Not what your family system wants you to do, not what your religious system thinks you should do, not what your cultural system values, what you are here to do, who you are here to be. That's what we all want. We all want to live our fullest expression. We want to be the person that we're here to be. We want to love what we do every day. We want to contribute and give back in some way. No matter how big or small, scope and scale are irrelevant when it comes to purpose. It all matters. It's about contribution. Living our fullest expression is the greatest contribution that we can make because we are here to be a specific person. So when we become that person and we live as that person and we contribute as that person and we work as that person and we relate as that person, we have impact inherent to doing that. Fundamentally is living our purpose. And then there is what we do, how our purpose expresses itself, the things that we build or create, the children that we raise, the art that we make, whatever it might be. But even the lifestyle that we live is our purpose expression. We all crave that. And it can feel so impossible because we've been living in our winning strategy for our lifetime up until the point that we have this realization that something's not right, that we want something different, that we're not being our truest self. And this is such a mind-bendy thing to work with, the winning strategy, because it is your operating system. It is your worldview. It is based on your subconscious's desire to keep you safe and secure. And inside of safety and security, it also seeks love and belonging so that you're not alone with the elements and the predators. You have people around you, community to keep you safe, keep you healthy, keep you alive. So it's driven by this old, old part of us as humans. It's hard to poke at that. Your subconscious doesn't want you to. Look at how far you've come. Look at how safe you've stayed. Even if you're miserable and sick and unhappy and depressed and anxious and you hate your life and you're with toxic or abusive people, your subconscious does not want you to change that because it doesn't know that you can survive that. And all it's known since you were little was what you were told and shown is how to live life, who to be, how to stay safe, secure, and successful, how to get love and belonging. And it is doing its best to keep you in line with what has worked for you. So when we start to poke at this, we hit the terror barrier. We start to spiral, all of our trauma gets triggered, all, like everything that can go wrong does go wrong. We fixate on things. It's just utter chaos because our subconscious is trying to get us to go back to the known and the familiar. Now, the topic of this episode is deconditioning ourselves. All of that was to show you how we get conditioned. And there were probably certain points throughout that where you were like, mm-hmm, yep, that was me. That was my religion. That was my family system. That was my relationship. That was my friend circle. That was my school, whatever it might be. You're like, mm -hmm. and there can be a benefit to looking backwards 
We do this in journey mapping. We look back for one sole purpose, to gather information and insight and to give ourselves a point of reference. It was very helpful for me when healing my relationship trauma to look back beyond just the relationships that I had been in, go way back to when I was a kid and my relationship with my parents and my family and what I learned in school, what I learned from social circles and religion and piece together, oh, that's why I am the way that I am. That's why I've done everything this way. That's why I believed what I believe, even though it's not right for me, even though I don't want it. And we sometimes, not always, you have to discern this for yourself, can gather a lot from looking backwards. And that can help us orient to, okay, I get it. I get why I have been this way, why I have thought that I needed to be and thought that it was keeping me safe and why I went after these successes versus those and why I chose these people versus those. That can be really insightful and helpful for us. It's not about beating yourself up. It's not about blaming yourself or others. It's just looking for information that can help us understand the conditioning that's at play subconsciously, conscious choices we made from that subconscious programming. What's really important is doing the work to decondition, to look at all the ways that you're showing up out of alignment with your truth, your purpose, where you have masked aspects of your personality or your energetics and how you work, or even maybe you're neurodivergent and you've worked really hard to appear neurotypical because that is what the world celebrates and organizes itself around, whatever it might be. You've tried to be the best woman, but really you don't identify with that as a gender. There's all these different ways that we buy into the conditioning because our subconscious is trying to keep us safe and secure and we don't know any better. We have no ability to accept or reject what we're seeing and experiencing and being told when we're young and it becomes the foundation. We all want to live our fullest expression. In order to do that, we have to decondition from who the world told us we should be, who the systems told us we should be, who our family told us we should be, who our teachers, our friends, our partners. And we have to come back to center in ourselves. Now, I talk a lot about Actualize as an option if you need support for this. This is one of our programs. It's incredible. It's all about purpose. It's all about aligning as the first step. And that is the reason that I bring this up today. Alignment is the work of deconditioning. Now we're always in alignment with something. The question is, with what? Is it systems, society, who other people want us to be, expectations, what we think we need to be to stay safe and secure? Is it the truth of who we are? I lived my life in alignment with everyone else's expectations for too long. Even after I realized that being a designer, having the agency job and having the townhouse and the car and the partner that I had was not right for me, it still took a really long time to fully decondition from who I thought I had to be to stay safe, secure, and successful, get love and belonging. I kept ending up in relationships or jobs or social circles that relied on me being in my winning strategy. They worked if I was in my winning strategy, if I was trying to be what everyone else wanted and needed at the expense of myself. And I kept getting trapped in that cycle. It was very hard to untangle and unravel. And this requires looking at our traumas, the traumas that shaped us, 
that locked us into our certain fixations and core wounding and into our subconscious winning strategy as the thing to keep us safe and secure. So healing through those traumas helps tremendously. It gives us so much more leverage with the deconditioning work. Because if you have trauma around showing up fully expressed, using your voice, being who you are, whatever it may be in relation to you being yourself, trauma around your learning style, your attachment style, your personality type, your energetics, especially if you were in a system that did not support or recognize it and made it wrong. You have to heal those traumas because if you try to just be different, and when I say be different, I mean decondition and be yourself, you have trauma that's going to be really very difficult. It's going to feel impossible because you're going to constantly be triggered. If someone comes along who disapproves, especially if they're part of a system and they're still in your life, it might be a professor that's still in your life. It might be a boss that you have. It might be a parent or a sibling or somebody in your life, a friend that can easily poke right at that trauma and trigger you and spiral you back into your subconscious winning strategy, back into the way of being that they believe is acceptable for you. It's really hard to override that. It's really hard to show up differently. Your trauma is going to get triggered. Your core wound stories are going to come up. Your subconscious is going to freak out and you're going to regress. You're going to revert to who you've been this whole time to heal those traumas. And we have to learn who we are. Something that we do in mentorship with all of our clients, if you do coaching work with us, we look at your subconscious winning strategy. We look at your personality type using the Enneagram. We look at your energetics using human design. We figure out what are your core wound stories. We address your traumas and your limiting beliefs and all of the subconscious pieces. And we do that so that we know how you operate. Because once we know how you operate, we can support you in moving through this work in a way that's right for you, at a pace that's right for you. And it's easier than for you better knowing and acknowledging the truth of who you are, not who anyone else wants you to be, how you are wired, but your purposes, your contribution, your personality, your energetics. When you know that, it's easier to stay in alignment as you do this work because it can also be far too easy to decondition from what the family system wanted only to be reconditioned by, I don't know, a bad community, a bad coach, a bad therapist, a bad education system. Maybe you decide to go back to school because that feels aligned and right for you. And then you end up in the education system and it conditions you in a different way. Alignment is so critical. You have to know who you are in order to stay rooted in that, in order to truly discern what is right and wrong for you. Only you can do that. Only you can say, this works best for me. This is what I want. This is wrong. This is aligned. Nobody else. People can help facilitate that process. That's what mentorship is. We help facilitate that process. We do not do it for you. We do not tell you who to be. We help you uncover who you are, who you've always been at your core. And we give you the tools and the resources to stay aligned as you do this work. Actualize is centered around alignment. So if you need support, there's one-on-one -on -one coaching available. We'll put information in the show notes. There's also Actualize. And when you go through Actualize, you start with alignment because you can't live your purpose in your fullest expression if you don't know who you are. We try to jump to that. 
You try to say, I think it's this. It would be cool if it was that. Everybody loves that. I'll do that. That's how you make money. You're just following a path versus knowing who you are and how you are here to contribute. So we come into alignment. You have to know these parts of yourself. You have to be willing to heal what is blocking you from knowing it, but also living it, being it. It would have been very easy years ago for me to try to live this lifestyle that I've chosen because it's aligned for me. Having a camper, moving towards living off grid, having land that is aligned for me, deeply aligned for me in a way that I have been ignoring for years, decades in favor of safety, security, success, love, and belonging. Many years ago, I had tried to lean into this in any way. And anytime I tried to lean into the things that were right for me, there was someone around me telling me it was stupid or wrong. My reasoning was illogical, irrational. I was escaping. This was that. It was, they explained me to myself. I didn't know any better. So it was very easily undermined. When you know yourself, when you're in alignment with yourself, the truth of who you are and who you are here to be, what is right for you based on how you are wired, you become unwavering. I didn't need anyone to understand this. I needed help, sure. But I didn't need anyone to get it. I didn't need them to agree. I didn't need them to celebrate it. I didn't need it to fit with what they thought my life should look like or what they thought life should look like for a person like me of this age. It was right for me. So I pursued it. And I'm continuing to pursue more of what's right for me, more of what's aligned for me to do it in a way that is right for me because there are multiple paths to these goals. You may have the same goal to live in a camper to homestead. Your path towards it probably will not look like mine, probably should not look like mine. Because even if you have the same energetic wiring, the same human design, you might have a different personality type. And even if you have the same personality type, you might have different preferences, different skills, different passions, a different vision different way that your purpose wants to express itself, a different way of contributing, different preferences of where you would want to be, all of these things. Nobody gets to tell you those are wrong. And conditioning constantly tells us that we are wrong and that we need to be different. We need to be what the systems tell us to be. And our subconscious jumps on board and says, well, we, we better because we need to stay safe and secure and, and maintain some sense of love and belonging. So really, get honest with yourself. Do you know who you are and are you living aligned with that? Are you living your fullest expression? Or are you doing a really great job of living what someone else wanted for you? Who you were told to be? Who you think you have to be to maintain whatever level of safety, security, success, love and belonging that you have? Can you get honest about that? It can be really scary because we know we're about to start peeling our life apart. It's worth it to know yourself in this life, to be all of yourself in this life, no matter what you lose in the process, because you will gain more of the right things. And there is this period of grief and there can be this period of isolation if you let go of people and communities and, and systems. There can be this period of pause as you start to align with more of the right people. And it is so worth it to align with those right people. When it finally happens, you will know that in your bones. When you finally start living a life that is truly yours, that is truly right for you and the way that is right for you, you will feel it in your bones that it was worth 
all of the painstaking work to get here? Where do you need to decondition? Look at the systems that you've walked through and how they've shaped you and what you just took on as truth and whether or not that's really true for you. This is very difficult work, so please use the links in the show notes. Sign up for Actualize. Book a consultation. Coaching might be a great fit for you. Find a community. Find a better friend or partner or system of people that support you in figuring out who you are versus being what they want you to be. Do that work. Get that help. You don't have to do this alone. That's what I have for you today. If you have any questions, please check the show notes for ways to connect with me. And I will be back soon with another episode.